Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. February 12th, 2024. We've got a full weeks of content to jam down your throat. That's right. It's that time of the year now. The Super Bowl is over. We don't have spring training. We are in the February lull, but I will lull you out of sleep here. We're going to recap the Super Bowl. You know, just briefly, uh, we'll go over some of my favorite performances, both on and off the field. Turn down for what? I'll tell you what. Little John, that's who. Oh, boy. I tell you, I almost fell off the couch when that song came on. Absolutely riveting stuff of course taylor swift made it back pray for her on her long flight she flew private from tokyo that can ring up the bill and of course celebrated her boyfriend's victory the kansas city chiefs defeat the san francisco 49ers in super bowl 58 by a score of 25 to 22 at the end of overtime uh, i think they said it was the seventh longest game of all time i loved every minute of it i'll tell you what it was a good game I mean, look, there are some wackadoodles out there that think, and I don't know if you guys are one of them. I don't, I don't fancy my audience is big into the conspiracy world, but good friend of the program, Megan Fox, we have to say unbelievable. She is, I'm just, I'm just, first of all, I'm just teasing, uh, hoping she will listen. Uh, I would never talk trash to someone unless they were listening, but do you really think that the NFL rigged it for Taylor Swift and the Kansas city chiefs? I don't know. I mean, you would think if the NFL was rigging things, no offense, they wouldn't choose Kansas City, not exactly the metropolis of all. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was to win over the Missourians. Is that how you pronounce them? I'm not sure. Either way, here's what went down this year. Travis Kelsey, you know, future Hall of Fame tight end of the Kansas City Chiefs, shot his shot with a pop star, as you do. And miraculously, she wanted a small town guy and she got that. And then they started dating. But of course, uh, it was already the Kansas City Chiefs. It's not like she turned around some no name, you know, whatever team. No, come on. They were already Super Bowl winners. She went for the, you know, she wasn't going to say yes to some guy that was on a bad team. No, she's a pop star for God's sake. So either way, she latches herself uh, beautifully to a winning team who wins the Super Bowl. She's a winner. They're a winner. Everybody's a winner. Is there a deep conspiracy here? I don't believe so. I mean, I was cheering on the 49ers. I wanted the 49ers to win. Why? Because I'm petty and I'm from New England and the salt air makes for a salty sports fan. And I don't want anyone to even come close to my Tom Brady, who's got seven Super Bowl victories. He could be nine and oh, but he gave, I mean, come on, the one Super Bowl loss he had, he threw over 500 yards. What do you want from the kid? You know what I'm saying? Either way, I'm not, no. When it came down to it, I would have loved uh, for the 49ers to win. I know Brock Purdy, you know, I always like to root for the underdogs, but having little stake in the game at the end, I was like, all right, you know what? Good. We get to see Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey come together. But I'm telling you what, yes, some of these conspiracy theorists out there that say, oh, the NFL wouldn't let a good thing go to waste. It's like, come on, what are you, first of all, what are you talking about? There's plenty of, you know, people that, you know, are pop stars that cheer on teams that don't end up winning. Eminem was a Lions fan. Wouldn't the, okay, maybe Eminem's not exactly Taylor, uh, but close enough, right? Anyway, how do you think Reba McIntyre did? This is her singing the national anthem, Super Bowl 58. 
I don't, want to, I don't want to desecrate it, but I can't play the whole thing here because I don't have the licensing for it. So we'll just kick it to the end. I got to tell you, Reba McIntyre has pipes. She uh, she dismounted this way better than I thought. I mean, she she rocked it. She gets up there. Here it comes. Tell you what. I'll tell you what, don't count out Reba McIntyre. Okay, don't count her out. And then, of course, we had Post Malone. I don't know what he's doing up there. He lost a lot of weight. He's looking pretty good. I tell you what, you lose a lot of weight, you still have face tattoos. I'm not, hey, I'm not judging someone. Do whatever you want with your body, but it's, come on, I mean, it's a lot. You know what I mean? I always say, your first three face tattoos are on me. After that, it's excessive. Here he is, singing America the Beautiful. I mean, I mean, he's he's uh, he's unique. You know what I mean? What are you gonna do? Texas is own. I mean, he did something with it. He made it his own, as the American Idol judges would say. That's Post Malone in Super Bowl 58, singing America the Beautiful. Now, where do we go from here? My favorite. Oh, this is going to be the most mass hole thing you ever hear. My favorite commercial. What was yours? What did you guys like? Don't get me wrong. Dove had a beautiful one about, you know, the reason why women or girls get out of sports is because, uh, you know, confidence and, uh, you know, that. I think that was great. I love the messaging, but, I, you know, absolutely good. But what I love is just... Just a good, I love A-listers and I love comedy. I love when A-listers make fun of themselves and their stereotypes. And what a year that we've got Ben Affleck in a commercial with Jennifer Lopez. I mean, I mean, is it 2000 again? Do you guys ever think of this? Are, are y'all old enough to know what glory times we live in that J-Lo and Ben Affleck are back together? I almost feel like we take that for granted. Here's a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. I'm going to play the full minute for you. It's Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, Jack Harlow, Jennifer Lopez, and Fat Joe. And it's a play on... I guess, Ben Affleck trying to get into the music game and impress J-Lo with his uh, co-conspirators, Tom Brady and Matt Damon. You gotta love this. Have a listen. I don't think you should do this. Last year, she came to my work. Now I gotta show her what I can do. He's here. Affleck on the track. What up, Brooks? For your consideration, here comes the Boston Massacre. The Dunkies. Touchdown, Tommy on them keys. Player coach. Got it. I'm open. And needs no introduction, my partner. Sometimes it's really hard to be your friend. You said you were going to support me. Dunkies. Don't, don't go away. My heart. Why you dunking me, girl? Why you dunking me? Dunkies. My heart. How do you like them donuts? I'm so sorry. You had to see it, but I forgive you. Lay us on the track. Are we going to be on the album? We talked about this. Let's go. You're blinded by them pinstripes. Wrap it up. Here goes Babe Ruth. Tom, you can stay. You remember when I told you I'd do anything for you? This is anything. Chill. They're naming a drink after us. 
I'm look, guys. I literally, <laughs> I know you can't see what I'm looking at, but they have their Dunkin' Donuts iced coffees, and they have Munchkins pierced through the straw as if it was uh, olives on a martini. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't. There is no Oscar, as far as I know, for commercials involving Dunkin' Donuts and Tom Brady. But if there were, I think we just give it away right now. All right, we'll be back with a ton more content. I got some Bachelor news. Don't worry, we'll get you some Bachelor content, other pop culture stuff going on right after the break. I gotta tell you what. So here was the plan for me and my lady to watch the Super Bowl. We were gonna go to a buddy's house, a comedian friend of mine who lived across town here in Tennessee. Uh, but Tasha came down with the flu. She's been battling the flu. You know, pregnant women, uh, the, their immune system is ravaged, right? Because you know your body has to weaken its immune system to make sure that it doesn't attack the pregnancy, right? Uh, that's what I was told. Okay, I'm not a doctor, but I was told that that's why the immune system kind of lets its guard down, you know, so you can make a child. And in doing so, uh, Tasha got, um, uh, came down with a flu and we've been treating her, treating her good and well, but she of course was, uh, kind of take, take the night off. And, um, she wanted me to still go out to, uh, this Super Bowl party. And I didn't, I only knew one of the couples there, but it was one of those Super Bowl parties where the whole neighborhood is like, you know, all like has young children and their young families. And it was kind of like my, it was like my chance to go scout for new friends. Now, if anyone who met me at that Super Bowl party is wondering, no, you were, everyone was lovely. Everyone was really lovely. There was, it was, it was, uh, crowded. It was a zoo. There was good food. Whoever brought the tacos, they were good. Everything was great. I made mac and cheese. I uh, brulee the cheese on, I broiled the, you know, so you get a nice little crisp cheese on the top. It gives it a little bit of a different consistency. I like burnt cheese. That's just my style, right? Uh, but that's the that's the beauty of being married to like a sort of quasi introvert is that I can go to the party, screen people to make sure none are too cuckoo, and they weren't. They were all fantastic. But if they were, then now now when uh, my wife comes in, it's almost like I've I've screened the party for you know before she enters. Uh, but of course, I made it home during the halftime, uh, and. As I'm driving home, I have, of course, I have the I have the audio playing for the Super Bowl. I've got the halftime show, and of course, it's Usher. And again, look, I don't know, I don't know if this makes me old. I'm not. I'm 38. I don't know. But when Usher came on, I went off. I don't know. Are you guys bobbing your heads? Are you with me? Did you understand the significance of Usher and everyone else that was performing with him? I mean, it was great. I, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, some people were like, oh, I don't know. Usher felt like he didn't have it. I was like, he he was roller skating. I mean, you know what? Roller skating? You don't just throw roller skates on. You only add roller skating to the halftime show if you're good at roller skating. You know what I mean? That's not just like, all right, yeah, and then we'll roller skate. No, you actively go put roller skates in the act. And he's roller skating through legs. Alicia Keys is playing on some sort of acid trip piano. I don't know. I loved it. But let me tell you something. I Again, I was driving home. I had to make sure I was going uh, on cruise control because you ever listen to good music and you just start speeding because your body doesn't know what to do with how amazing the adrenaline is? Well, at this moment, I, I literally almost veered off the road when Lil John came out and turned down for what? At this moment... I am about to lose it, and I want to play for you. Guys, right here, I'm, I'm done.
Come on, folks. You guys ready for work today or what? Let's go. We're going to work today, everybody. We're going to go make some money. Turned out for what? Oh, shoot. India? Are you kidding me? Are they doing this to me right now? Five, six, seven, eight. Yo. Bachelor Rush Hour with Lil John and Usher. Alicia Keys, the Rush Hour. I'm sorry. Iconic. Early 2000s. I mean, if Nelly came out, I probably would have had to change my pants. I'm not, I'm just, I don't know what else to tell you. I'm bit, you guys want Honest Dave? I mean. Oh boy. Sing it with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, people born in the 80s. We're not getting younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gyrating now. I'm losing my mind. We all know the song. Now, Fitz Street Ludacris. So conspicuous. On the brown. Hold the head steady. I'm a Milton cow. I'm a tooth to truth. I won't stop till I get her in their birthday suit. So give me the rhythm and be off of them toes and bend over to the front. Touch your toe, huh? Oh my gosh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm up. No, look, hey, podcast is over. I quit. We're not doing it anymore. But a freak in the bed, huh? Oh, then they get the drum line going? Are you kidding me? They got the drum line going? I see tubas. Did you guys see tubas? High kicking? Some trombones? Oh my gosh. I don't know. It might have been the best 13 minutes of music I've ever listened to. Eight town stomp. Do the eight. I'll do the hustle. Now, I'm not judging anybody, but if that didn't make you feel a certain way, you know, you got to make sure. You got to look in the mirror and see if you're even alive. This might be some Bruce Willis moment where you realize you were just a ghost. Are you alive? Did that make you feel a certain way or is it just me? All right. Maybe I lost one of you, but I think I gained 10 of you. Leave a comment. Let me know. I need to hear from you. DM me, post on Instagram. Was that not great? Now, if someone posted, they, someone posted, oh, nobody liked that. I go, what were you listening to? Maybe your sound system was off. Maybe you need to adjust your bass on your end. But I watched a sweaty usher deliver a hell of a halftime show. I'm sorry. That wasn't, no, no offense to Shakira, J-Lo, everyone. I love Lady Gaga. They're all fantastic. But I'm telling you right now, that was like having a Jaeger bomb. I can't not listen. I can't listen to that music and not immediately triple my heart rate. You know what I mean? I don't know. Okay, that's it. You know that when that, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, okay. Maybe the Yin Yang Twins would have come out. I don't know. It couldn't have gotten better. All right. Well, all right. Well, you know, it got better for Travis Kelsey. I mean, they weren't looking good. It was a rough, it was a rough day. For Kansas City, 49ers had them for most of the game up until the end. You know, I mean, if the 49ers made their point after when they scored their uh, touchdown to go ahead, uh, that they would have they would have won the game. They would have been over, but that didn't happen. Kansas City was the better team, and they won. And here's the moment Travis Kelsey greets Taylor Swift, whom Megan Fox says is a plant. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we love Megan Fox, but come on. Let Taylor and Travis have their moment. Here they are. Taylor says, it was unbelievable. One of the craziest things I've ever experienced. Listen closely. 
so, so Taylor Swift goes, that was the craziest thing I ever experienced. And meanwhile, she just flew back from Tokyo after performing four sold out shows in, in a stadium of 50,000 people each show. And she goes, this was pretty good. And he's like, um, hello, you're kind of pretty cool yourself. But either way, now they're going to have their off season. Now you're going to see if their relationship can survive. It's one thing when they have excuses like, sorry, honey, I got to go to work out. And she's like, sorry, honey, I got to go to Brazil and perform. Now they're in the off season. Will they make the right time for each other or will Taylor make a song about Travis? You never want to be on Taylor's. You never want to be on the receiving end of her pencil. You don't need that. Either way, very excited for them out there. And what else can we talk about? Oh, yeah, that umbrella guy. We, we love that umbrella guy. He says, Taylor Swift pops up week three. She generates over half a billion dollars pre-Super Bowl. There was no way the NFL let that slip away with a loss. <laughs> Guys, no, it was. <laughs> whatever. That's cool. People can do whatever they want, but it wasn't scripted that way. That ain't how it works. But there is such thing as a Taylor Swift effect. They've been talking about it in the economics world. Here's a professor at Virginia Tech. Speaking of the Taylor Swift, effect. I am so excited as well. So for those that have not been paying attention to the headlines, what is the Taylor Swift effect and how does it relate to this year's Super Bowl? It's so interesting. We were just talking about this in class the other day, how it has added to the overall excitement, obviously from an overall brand perspective, all the Swifties are on board. The connection between fathers and daughters now with the Super Bowl is stronger than ever. And from a financial perspective, her overall um, involvement in the Super Bowl and all of the showings have added $316 million in earned media for the Chiefs just by her presence alone. And that includes Bachelor Rush Hour covering it. And now look, you can, this is, I mean, you can think of, you can look at the world in two different ways. You can look as, at everything as a conspiracy and, or you can just look at useful outcome. This was very useful for the NFL that Taylor Swift fell in love with the tight end. That's how I see it. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll be back right after this. All right, I promised we'd get into some Bachelor news. Uh, we've got Kathy from Golden Bachelor. By the way, we do have an announcement that the bat the Golden Bachelorette will be coming out this fall, which means it should be ramping up for filming soon. We haven't found out who the Golden Bachelorette is. I heard it could be Susan Lucci. Do I have that right? We'll have to see. Either way, Kathy... Uh, one of the famous Golden Bachelor contestants this year blames natural selection for the Golden Bachelor women's falling out. Golden Bachelor alum Kathy dodged questions about her apparent fallout with April Kirkwood, both of whom have been part of the ASKN ladies group on Gary Turner's season. Uh, so her response when asked about it was, we were a group of fearless women who took this on, but I think the fact remains we're all women. As time goes on, you get to know people better, and I think that's just a natural part of life. But I can honestly say I'm friends with everybody on the show. If there's somebody particular that you're asking about, I just think that natural selection takes over. I was thinking of Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park when he talks about, you know, natural selection, uh, you know, what life will find a way, whatever the hell he talks about. What is natural selection? It's a mechanism of evolution. So that's why I don't know what the hell Kathy's talking about. Organisms, I guess, contestants from The Golden Bachelor, that are more adapted to their environment are more likely to survive and pass on the genes that aided their success. This process causes species to change and diverge over time. Natural selection is one of the ways to account for the millions of species that have lived on Earth. I, get, I guess what she means is 
those that uh, bitches can't hang. I, I don't know. Is that what natural selection means? Is bitches can't hang? Either way, we'll have more on that on today's YouTube. I'll also be joining the She's All Batch Ladies, one of my favorite podcasts. If I could ever have a crush on a podcast, it's probably the She's All Batch podcast. Fangirls, Jackie and Stephanie will have me on. I don't know if it's airing today or when, but um, I'll for sure be letting you guys know. I also just did Alana Noel's podcast. Did you listen to that one, Recipe for Crazy? Um, Reality Steve told me he really liked it because I uh, I kind of steered the conversation away from me. You know, sometimes you do with so many interviews, you get bored talking about yourself. Oh, how did I get started in Bachelor? So either way, Alana Noel and I had an absolutely off-the-rails conversation about the most random of things. If you like me but already know my story and you just want to hear me rant about stuff... Alana Noel's podcast, Recipe for Crazy. You, you know, of course, she was a uh, Bachelor producer, and uh, boy, does she have some funny stories. So so I know what you're thinking. Oh, the Super Bowl, that's, you know, I wanted entertainment news, this, uh, not sports. Let me tell you something. I got entertainment news. Patrick Mahomes, you know, the uh, Super Bowl-winning MVP for the Kansas City Chiefs, brother, his name's Jackson, linked up with Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend, Kayla Nicole, in Las Vegas. This happened just a couple days ago. Is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey geared up for Super Bowl 58? Their families will watch the game at Allegiant Stadium in Nevada on Sunday, February 11th. That includes Patrick's brother, Jackson Mahomes, who had three counts of aggregated sexual battery filed by a former Kansas City restaurant owner against him dismissed. Also in Las Vegas is Kayla Nicole, Kelsey's former partner before he started dating Taylor Swift. While Patrick and Brittany Mahomes have unfollowed her, she's remained good friends with the younger Mahomes. Their connection led them to catch up in the entertainment capital of the world. Oh, very interesting things here. Um, oh, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's more going on, but a little, I mean, you could have some family beef between the Kelseys, the Mahomes, maybe Taylor Swift will get involved. Who knows? I'll tell you what, though. Our former president, Donald J. Trump, got involved when he talked about Taylor Swift and um, Travis Kelsey. Here's what he had to say. He uh, tweeted this or whatever truthed it. Uh, he said, I signed and was responsible for the Music Modernization Act for Taylor Swift and all other musical artists. Joe Biden didn't do anything for Taylor and never will. There's no way she could endorse crooked Joe Biden, the worst and most corrupt president in the history of our country, and be disloyal to the man who made her so much money. Besides that, I like her boyfriend, Travis, even though he may be a liberal and probably can't stand me. What the hell was that tweet? I don't know, but either way, it's interesting. I mean, even former presidents got involved with the Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, uh, you know, uh, love line. So I guess we'll still follow them. I don't know what else there is to say. I will say this. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that Travis Kelsey did have a very bizarre, like, roid rage incident with his coach, Andy Reid, where he ran up to him sort of yelling in his face. Did you guys see that? It was quite bizarre. Here's what the commentators had to say. The fumble comes over to Andy and goes, keep me in. What happened is... So he bum rushes Andy Reid and almost knocks him over. Andy Reid's probably like 70 years old, and he's just yelling at him hysterically. And I'm sure Taylor Swift fans are like, don't treat our Taylor that way. The fumble, he was not in the game. Noah Gray went in, and he had to block. 
Now, I know they get kind of riled up there, but you got to calm down. Shake it off, as they say. All right, we'll be back. I'm going to be making content all day long. We'll have a pre-episode live stream tonight. That's right. We got Bachelor tonight. The party doesn't end. We'll have the pre-episode live stream. I don't think I'll be live after the show, but you can get catch me at noon central time for a private Patreon-only live stream, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Have a good morning, everybody. We'll see you in a bit. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush. Turn down for what?